The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. Hello, everyone, and Whoa. welcome to Spiritual and Direction, a lighthearted podcast about life's most important questions. I am esteemed archaeologist and discoverer of the Nag Hammadi texts, as well as um, the original author of the Hexapla. Um, history has credited it to origin, but it is actually me. Um, but I'm also a Bible teacher and podcaster, Christopher Seals. Yo, what's up? Oh, that was weird. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, recording live is your uh, body double to The Rock, hair double to David Hasselhoff, author, teacher, John Bennett. Ch- chest hair or head hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, That's yeah, a good visual. Yeah. That is a fantastic visual. Speaking of visuals, I am... Um, Producer and director uh, Wayne David Randolph uh, back from uh, assignment uh, shooting my most recent documentary in the Amazon uh, rainforest. Uh, man, you guys, the the interactions and relationships I made with animals on this trip was just incredible. That's right. I'm Wayne David Randolph, the pastor and filmmaker. Mm-hmm. That Wait. makes a lot of sense. I've yep. for as long actually now that we we are done with that. I, as for as long as I've known you guys, I've actually never heard those stories. To be honest. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> are are we backtracking on our um John our claims, Wayne? Oh, I just well, like I like to keep it covered up, you know. It gets pretty intimidating. Are you I just okay, in in true in and I'll just I'll just pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. This George Santos stuff, you guys. <laughs> this yeah. this um this representative that was elected uh who this guy oh my goodness have you heard all this stuff chris oh yeah i've totally heard all the things about um george santos um, have you heard the, what they are saying about him yeah um because i listened to npr that's a that's a station yeah that would and, that um, would be one of many sources you'd hear and, about it and fox news yep and you'd hear about it there espn yep yep and, you'd hear about it there I definitely, you know, have you, my. You still get highlights. Pulse. You still get highlights every month. And by highlights, um, you mean the Hasselhoff highlights? No, highlights magazine. Dum dum. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, no, no, no! I thought you were talking about the bleach tips you used to have back in the nineties. <laughs> I was confused. For a oh, George those Santos had those. <laughs> Santos had those. <laughs> I actually don't know anything about George oh, Santos. I'm Chris. just going along with your bit, Wayne. So, Wayne and John. So, so Chris, over over Christmas break, uh, got to spend some time with um, my my in laws, in particular my brother and sister in law. We hadn't seen them in so long, and we were just hanging out and. Uh, it was like right when this story broke, but there's this uh, representative from New York who got elected and was getting ready to be sworn in. Uh, and it seemed like then the the due diligence, the the research and background stuff was done. And just stories started started coming out about this guy. Um, uh, he he ran in a in a in a fairly um, uh, I don't know. What would you say? Like, there's a, a strong Jewish con- contingent in his district in New York, and okay. um, he he talked about having 
survivor family members of survivors from the Holocaust and that he was Jewish. Okay. Yeah, and it, like and, and like he was a successful businessman, uh, you know, worked at at Saks and um uh volleyball standout. Yeah, volleyball standout at Baruch. And then and so these are all I mean, he sounds fantastic. Like I I want to hang out with him and potentially scrape off some of his DNA. Um, to be fair, to be fair, I still yeah. want to hang out with him just to see what kind of crazy is going on there. There's oh, there's so much fun going on. But but John, what of all those things that that were said, are any of those have they been substantiated? I think I saw like the resume he turned into the RNC. And it crossed out all of his lies. And there's like maybe two or three lines that actually were true. Something like he actually lived in New York. And that was like it. Yeah, he lived in New York. <laughs> and he worked for that one, um, that one, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, like financial firm or whatever that is currently mm-hmm. <laughs> currently being sued. And the government is, is calling it a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Oh, good. That's cool. By, by the way, listener, like this is in no way like an endorsement of a political party because it seems like everybody is just like, wait, scratching their heads a little bit. Like, mm. okay, we all lie a little bit, but this guy, this guy's going, <laughs> this guy's going a little too far. Like, he didn't even. By the way, like we made the 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 claim, he said he, he graduated from Baruch College. He didn't even graduate from college. And again, oh, no shame, a, no shame. Like, no shame if that's you. Good on you. Like, go work and hustle. But. Telling people that you went to Brute College, talking he, there was an, uh, a cl- a clip that came out today from a recording he did in 2020 where he was talking to somebody and the interviewer actually was a Baruch alumni, and 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 this gentleman was like, oh yeah, gentleman George, George Thanos, oh yeah, the the professors this and that and like talking about it like so specifically and uh, wow. but it does turn out that uh, one of his partners at the Ponzi scheme. A financial firm went to Baruch College and was actually a volleyball star. Go figure. Okay, so he just stole the other person's identity. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, this is crazy. Anyways, truth truth is under attack, friends. That's that's my that's mm. my that's my my shtick here. Well, now, you know come what? on. This is very biblical of him, though. There's plenty of stories in the Bible of people fibbing a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. say putting some animal hair to get a certain blessing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you know saying that your John, wife's your sister in order to get safe passage. John, I, I can remember uh, in classes in um, like giving some like cultural um, uh, information and some like, you know, Israelite like identity kind of info. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about this idea of, of them being prone to hyperbole at times. And um, <laughs> I mean, he, he did say he was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Is that is that okay? <laughs> I, I, that's, that's close enough, right? And I mean, since John, since you mentioned it, like Abraham doing the lie thing and Jacob doing the lie thing, I think that like we've clearly demonstrated that if it's in the Bible, it is therefore automatically moral. So, I mean, I've been implementing. Oh, um, some I forget that able, sometimes, Chris. Right? If it's in there, you you are allowed to do it, and so that's right. Um, I uh, like I have some oh, enemies, goodness. and I was hoping to take some of them out. Um, so I'm trying to talk them into getting circumcised late in life, um, so that I can kill them while they're in the healing process. Um, Chris, this I don't know if this is a good time to tell you, but um, you probably noticed that you didn't get a Christmas gift from me this year, and that's because I'm waiting to see you face to face. But I've got a donkey jawbone. Oh, good. Um, if if I mean you, just, you mentioned something about your enemies, I'm just saying. That's good. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure your body will look exactly like that particular judge, Samson, um, when I see you, right? Oh, bro, should I just turn on my camera now? 
Well, guys, as the body double to the rock, I believe I'm the one who should be delivering the jawball. That's true. Yeah. Hey, what does that say about you, by the way, John? Um, Do we all confess like our fantasies? Is that what John did? Mm, that's true. I, I had like a nerdy Bible fantasy and John has a, a hot body. Right? I'm shooting documentaries in the Amazon. Like what's awesome. going on? I appreciate, I appreciate that you didn't finish that by saying hot body fantasy because you just said, <laughs> you just said, and I quote, John has a hot body. And that's so cool. yeah, I'm taking you that can go ahead and Yeah, you can cut that out of the podcast and turn it into <laughs> your ringtone. John, um, that, that actually might win for episode title. Yes. And I quote, John, John has a hot body. <laughs> John does have a hot body. Hey, speaking of your hot body, John, um, we're in the middle of winter, but have you practiced swimming in the Ohio River yet? Uh, well, I've been I'm just I would imagine the toxicity levels would, would keep you somewhat warm. Yeah, I've, I've been swimming at the local Y. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And is you, this where the, river, the Ohio River Ys into another one? Or? Yeah, this guy. Wow. Do wow. the Geiger counters go off when you walk into the Y? <laughs> After swimming in the river? (laughs) Um, No, uh, there's plenty of toxicity already in there that I think I'm actually not too bad. If you've seen some of the people that swim or try to swim, I I don't know. It's gross. Um, (laughs) Like extra appendages gross or just like like drooling out, out of a hole? No, like oh, so like judgy, like, like showing up in their underwear to swim, gross. Nice, nice. Oh. That's what I mean. That's tidy whities, hands are fruit of the loom. Oh, I I don't look at the tag. Either, I don't look. Either way, they're stained, Chris. That's a good point. <laughs> gross. But the elastic's still good, so you can't throw them out. Mm. Okay, so what I hear you saying, John, is <laughs> John. What I hear you saying is you haven't followed through on your New Year's resolution yet, Wayne. How about your shalom? Um, is your life abundant with shalom yet? I mean, the ab- <laughs> I feel like like a a big ass, Chris. <laughs> Like, wait, wait, did you just say abundant? Did you say big donkey? Uh, no, I said it's a big ask, you know, like, oh, like, oh, like, yeah, like a car salesman, like when he's going in, like when he's going in, like, I know you want this compact, but here's the SUV, the big ask. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I get you. Uh, Chris, there is a, uh, <laughs> the, ver- the very first mantra we learned at our Enneagram <laughs> school was... <laughs> If we cannot self-observe, we cannot self-correct. Uh, mm. So in that, I am observing that I am out of shalom. shalom. So and shalem, which is shalem, which, which is, is which is the second. That's the redheaded stepchild of shalom. Yeah, I was gonna say his cousin. Yeah, that's that's for those on on government assistance, which is which is a lot of mm. us. Thanks. Wow, um, Wait, making it political again, Wayne. Damn. Whoa, that was you. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm. I'm aware that I don't have shalom a lot, Chris. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. So neither yours, of you yours, followed through yours was on your to not New fall on your, your Yours was to not fall on a skateboard anymore, right? Actually, it was to take cold showers, and I've been doing it. So, I mean, I guess I'm the best one here. Um, that was a kick-butt podcast, by the way. That guy's really smart. <laughs> yeah, right? He's um, really, really smart. I actually was reminded of it because um, while you guys were talking earlier, I was scratching my head and there's like, I've never had dandruff in my life until I started taking cold showers. So if anyone is doing this cold shower thing with me, just so you know, um, your I guess your hair doesn't get as clean when it's did like you, ice water. Did you stop using like other products? No, I still shampoo and stuff, but maybe it's just like I'm trying to get out of the water. Well, this is interesting because I I like a hot shower, and and I during this season right now when it's all dry outside and windy like this, I I get I get a little little dry flake. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we're talking about dandruff, so we probably should switch gears and let you know that this is a Christian Answers podcast. Um, we Duh. pull questions from online questioners and life experiences. If you have a question for us, you can tweet using the hashtag uh, spiritual undirection. You can also send us a question on our website, spiritualundirection.com. Wayne, how else can they reach us? I mean, they can uh, they can actually call us since we have a new um, section here called <gasps> calls, 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 calls from the public. Calls, 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 calls. Uh, wait, caller wait, number wait, one. Wait. wait, wait, what, what? I was just making background noises. Oh, like, like wiki, 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 whack. Wiki. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that was fresh. Like, I, I, I can't do the fat boy, the, <gasps> like that you did, but. Um. Well, you've had, you've had at least two weeks to practice, Chris, so with that attitude, you're never going to get that stuff. That's true. Anyways, um, caller number one is already on the line. Uh, caller, go wow. ahead. Wayne, that's a lot of initiative. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, thanks. Hey, thanks. Okay, okay. Uh, skip the introduction and stuff, but, uh, so, um, uh, uh, John, what's, what uh, is the... The wh- why is Brave New World considered a dystopian, like society? Oh, that's a great question. Well, dystopia comes from the word utopia, which means good place, and dystopia okay. is bad place. And so it's the classic sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of book where society has basically curated can everything you, like, to be skip geared a towards bit? pleasure. I need the answer like right now. What? Can can I just have like a straight answer? Oh my please? gosh! I was trying Whoa. to flow here. This guy, I'm this caller number one, please, you're a little pushy. Please, I love it. Please, Keep on going. Mm-hmm. Keep on going, Atrevido. Wow. Okay. Well, dystopia. It's a bad place. Society's in a bad place. <sighs> Does that answer your question, caller? Um, Is that where? Yes. I was okay. A, wait. I was a gardener hey, before. Wait. Um, and please, we used please, to do topiaries. Chris, oh, stop. Oh yeah. Okay. Second question. Second question. What are the okay. major themes of Brave New World? Um. <laughs> Uh, the, that humanity, um, can do anything it puts its mind to if it eats its breakfast every morning. It does uh, Soma. Yeah, Soma. And, That's what it is. um, hey, uh, I can see Ford coming right now. I think, nice. right? Yep. Is that, uh, I think, that I, think I said that. Yeah. Like, during, the, yep. during the orgy yeah. porgy. They said that during the orgy porgy. Orgy porgy, okay. yes. Okay, final, final question. Whoa. What? This guy's really pushy. Just, just, Are we doing kids' just homework? Wait. Uh, what's what's the next question, caller? The the final question is why do they use soma even if it kills them? Wait, I, Uh-oh. that's a great John, question. John, yes, I do, you, wait, do you feel like these are questions you'd put on a test? Uh, uh, I mean, yes, absolutely. In fact, I have. In call, fact, call, I found this <laughs> test on the internet no, and I used no, it for my uh, class. Is, uh, also, I, it also sounds like my son Noah. Noah, are you calling from school right now? Um, uh, my my teacher's coming. Are you, Sorry. Are you in uh, class, bye, dude? Bye, 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 bye. My, my teacher's coming. Please, goodbye. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> oh, uh I, well. Okay, our caller number one's gone. I that may or may not have been my son. I I don't know. I don't know what to do with or, that. Uh, Caller number we, one might be uh, facing in-school suspension. So yeah, were we complicit with uh, this? I mean, our answers were pretty bad. So you know what, Chris? I noticed he didn't say our names. He just the caller said he specifically asked for John. Okay, well that's good. So well, I think we're off the hook. Yeah, and Catholicly, um, I'm <laughs> off the hook because Catholicly. I was not aware that I was sinning. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty. So good. what in this in this instance do you like? Do you need to call the Vatican immediately, or do you have like a like a weekly meeting for your confessions? 
Oh, um, well, I'll just add it to the amount of whips for when I whip myself in the back. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm definitely going to pray for the soul of that dear caller who tried to entrap me in sin. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it's probably that might have been it's a, probably a genetic trait. <laughs> genetic yes. trait. The Catholicly is the Catholicly gene. Yes. Yes. Well, the thing is that he was trying to entrap a good Catholic, so he must have been a Protestant. Mm. So it's the Protestant gene that caller has, I believe. Indeed. Well, I mean, I like this idea of getting um, calls from people that are like our listeners, if I, I presume, if that may have been your son Wayne, I, I don't want to throw your son under the bus. I mean, he but, does. Um, he does listen like literally every single night. He falls asleep listening to our voices, which, nice. on the one hand, is really cool. On the other hand, crazy creepy. Yeah, that was. I'm a big fan. Go to sleep. Um, how, how about? <laughs> well, hey, um, wait, this is a wonderful connection to Brave New World because they do this oh. thing called Hypnopedia. Where early on in their training, they have sleep training. So let's do some sleep training for Noah. Eat your vegetables. Eat your veggies. Take a cold shower. Stop cheating on tests. Get your steps in. Uh, I ran out of positive advice. Read your Bible. Make good decisions. Get out of positive advice. That's so. That's do you guys, vague. Did you guys have you ever been injured and been prescribed a a painkiller slash muscle relaxant called Soma? That kind of freaked me out the first time. No, <laughs> okay. they don't really have that, no. do they? They do. That's my yes. Like twenty years oh, ago, bro. No yeah. way. Yep. Well, that's creepy. Cool. Yeah, there's that. Well, let's keep on this thread. And how about another listener question, Wayne? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it. Uh, I found it right here. Here we go. So um, this is actually from listener. Oh, this is from Robert. Mm-hmm. Robert. Roberto. The, the that this we teased last time. And you know yes. what's funny is I had to read it a second time because the first time I read it, I was like, wait, wait, what is he saying? Because <laughs> there was this really, there was like this like, dun, 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 the way I read it. But anyways, uh, I get it now. So anyways, uh, Robert, you asked. The Sanhedrin ruled over the Jews, including the Sadducees and Pharisees, who disagreed on major doctrine, like the resurrection. That being said, Paul exploited their disunity to help save himself from their injustice. Had Paul actually taught heresy, they wouldn't have been uni- there wouldn't have been unity to properly deal with Paul. What dividing line should Christians make to ensure the kingdom is united, advances, mm and deals with false doctrine. Mm -hmm. To make it a little more simple, (laughs) what current subversive doctrines are advancing because of disunity among believers? Oh, this is easy. I have four of them. Easy. Yeah, I thought this was a hard one. My goodness. Yeah, I have... um, Robert. uh, The first... I mean, I learned some of these in my my upbringing. Um, The first one is that um, as a result of the division in the church, we are no longer using the King James only, the only authorized version of the Bible. That's right. Um, second, um, almost every church has drums in it, um, which is obviously they are going the to devil's heartbeat. Hell, hell, hell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Chris, yep. I remember when um, red and yellow, black and white were all precious in his sight. Uh, mm-hmm. Until that happens again, we ain't going to be unified. That's right. Um, and I've also noticed that just like personally in my own experience, maybe it's a Southern California thing, John, you could correct me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but oh, is this going to be a thing the... about shoes? No. It's oh, a, sorry, Chris. Um, my, my bad. My it it bad. could have been. That's okay. Um, you could do your thing later, Wayne, when it's your turn. 
um, no, the disappearance of the church potluck. Um, I'm oh. saddened oh. that dude. The that Southern California that, casserole. Yes, I think we've gotten hung up on. Here. We've gotten hung up on all of the like the things that are not important to argue about, mm-hmm. and as a result, we've let these things slip through the cracks. We're reading the NIV. We're playing electric guitar in God's house. Um, and Video clips have... from secular movies? Oh, my. Don't get me started. We, oh. when I haven't had a barbecue sauce-soaked meatball in a long time. So I'm just saying that some things have been slipping. Jesus better come soon. Can I add a few more? Um, sure. Yes. We are now doing a three-second handshake with a forearm clasp. <laughs> that should not be happening in God's kingdom. Oh, that gives me the heaves, bro. That gives me the heaves. Yeah. <laughs> a three second handshake with a forearm clasp? Yeah, oh, I, I am I am uncomfortable and sweating. What is a forearm clasp? I'm thinking like is this like a Roman like th- th- Thelonious? So, so, so you have the, you have the handshake <laughs> engaged, okay. right? And then your other hand comes around and clasp the other person's forearm like an extra shake. Bro, we're not in Braveheart. This is silly. Forearm. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, do you ever do that move where you like then pull their hand up to your shoulder and then on their forearm you like cock it like it's a like it's a shotgun? You go do a like one of those moves? <laughs> no. uh, maybe John. I'll just do the, I'll let the finger like loosen, tickle his palm a little bit. Anyways. John, you say, excuse, excuse the growth. <laughs> I, I dare you tomorrow, John, to greet one of your colleagues, the the one who could handle this the most. I dare you to uh-huh. greet that colleague with a European uh, kiss to each cheek. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> followed, by your, follow, followed by your forearm grasp. Yep. Yes. Get ready for it, Paul. All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> one other thing. Um, when did we start heating the baptismal fall, founts? Oh, Those should goodness. be ice cold. That's right. Um, I don't, I don't know how much I can actually share because of our rating, but, um, there's, there's good reasons for it, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I don't even know what you mean, dude. You don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I think I do. Yeah. Well, I hope not. And it has something to do with dopamine. Yeah. <laughs> so these are all pretty serious responses to this question. <laughs> Yeah, here's uh, a silly one I got, John. Are there, are there any other like <laughs> silly, you know, heresies that we're letting into the church? Uh, like, I got, I had the opportunity. Uh, you know, we have a we have a a group of people that that rotate teaching on Sundays at our mm-hmm. our faith community, and I got the opportunity to t- to teach this last Sunday, and it, you know, it's MLK weekend, and. Um, I have to say, oh, and and the particular, we're going through Mark, and the particular um, section I had was uh, Mark chapter 11, 1 through 11, which is uh, Jesus coming into into Jerusalem mm-hmm. um, on the cult, according to Mark. Um, and uh, the thing I got to say, it, it, it's something that I recognize is, is been a, a huge emphasis in in my understanding of the text and what I've taught for so long, but that that meta narrative, if you will, of empire and kingdom just constantly colliding from Genesis all the way to Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's something that I I see in in part of this text. And uh, to answer Robert's question, uh, maybe a little bit more serious for me. This is just and this is just my angle, right? Um, <clears throat> But the the kind of rise, uh, even even more so, the rise and acceptance of 
um, what some are labeling like like a Christian nationalism or the the mixing or amalgamation, if you will, of of the Christian faith and um, love at the expense of other countries. Love for one's country is mm. is it's just really scary for me. And like I said, I think it's because I I use that lens to interpret the text so often. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I've noticed that um, similarly. Um, well, I guess part part of Robert's question is kind of setting up the backdrop, and I I do think that um, a lot of I feel like in Christianity, um, most of our energy is um, spent arguing about things that are largely right along the political lines, right? Like you've got progressive Christians essentially saying things that progressive politics says, and conservative Christians saying things that conservative politics say, says. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just one, I feel like the one that, like, surfaces a lot is, like, talking about LGBTQ stuff, right? And the church has spilled a lot of energy, divided a lot of lines, um, had a lot of issues as a result of the argument over that. However, the... I, I would say that, like, and uh, don't get me wrong, I think having in productive discussion about what scripture says about it and what's the role of the church in modern society to, like, with the LGBTQ community, all of that's very important. But I think when you get, when you boil down, like, theological orthodoxy mm-hmm. to, to the one that subject. one subject, um, things like commercialism and materialism are endemic in the church and no mm. one cares. Right. Because as long as you feel the right way about gay people, then it doesn't matter that you spent twelve hundred dollars on your Balenciaga shoes and you don't care about the poor. So the so right? the, the infiltration of like like the kind of the cultural wars, if, if you will. Yeah. And so yeah. I would say the, yeah. no, I I would say a great the culture, point, Chris, as like the, I recognize that in myself. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, and the culture wars, I would say, is the thing that is masking like the the simple things about the gospel which is like okay the true religion right is to take care of widows and orphans and materialism is constantly talked about and Jesus is constantly talking about the rich and their relationship with with money um but and we're totally cool with being like well but the rich are our donors and so we don't want to make them mad mm-hmm. um but there's not a lot of gay people in our church and so let's like target them or there's not a lot of liberals in our church so let's target them or there's not a lot of conservatives in our church so let's target them right and so um we we end up with like using the political i guess discourse as a way to like mask over the stuff that the bible actually talks which, about which is <laughs> thank you for saying that too chris because it's so interesting in in robert's question he talks about how the sanhedrin you mm-hmm. know rule over you know these other groups and you know that you have the one group the pharisee who who could be seen as the religious extreme i guess we don't have to say right or left just religious extreme and mm-hmm. you have you have the Sadducee, you have the group who is more of kind of like what I was alluding to, kind of that, like, the joining in, right? The getting in bed with, with the empire, yeah. if you will. and Big, big like, government people. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Jesus had, had a, a third response, if you will, a, a, mm-hmm. a response that didn't um, uh, condone either, either side, but really challenged, uh, especially when it came to, like, how they wielded power, right? Like, really yep. challenged both sides on how they wielded power and... Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Chris. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I also think that people aren't following the Pope anymore. So, um, mm. you know, got him. Yeah. Yeah, but it's because his last. Did you hear the last song he 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 put out? It was it was whack, dude. Oh. Song. 
he's putting out songs. There was oh, a, I thought you a, said El Pope. Sorry, never mind. Oh, okay. I, I I'm really say, into reggaeton later lately. Nice. <laughs> I know that Drake has been featuring everybody on his latest album, and so I was wondering, did Francis make the cut? Um, <laughs> That'd be so rad. He uh, did Drake. not include him because he would have overshadowed Drizzy Drake. So has the Pope uh, ever true. thought about doing like a calendar? Like that, he could sell just to just to increase popularity. Oh my gosh. John, what? don't say anything. We want Wait. you to keep your job. What? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Like, dude, it, <laughs> you guys went to a weird place. Like, can you imagine? Well, just like, I think like, this is like a good time blessing to say, people, like pictures of like blessing people. Like, what? Oh, that kind of calendar. Okay, I, I was yeah. thinking like the um. Uh, I guess what, like what, running, what running, called? running, running on the sand calendar. Yeah, like Vatican <laughs> Illustrated. No, um, no, the no. summer calendar. I just imagine him like you know, let the little well, children come to me. That that kind of idea, you know. I think now okay. that um, Wayne's asked a question that puts my job on the line, is a good time to say thank you, Robert, for the question. Yes, good <laughs> yeah. job, Robert. And, and Robert Felicidades on the announcement. Yes. Uh congratulations. Anyways, if for for our listener, in case you wondered, he he got an upgraded Disneyland pass. Yes, he did. We're so proud of him. So Good job, proud. Robert. Good job. You know what, Wayne? I'm so glad you mentioned Disneyland. <laughs> um, be- what happened? Because what I happened? actually did go to Disneyland today, and so. I thought it would be a good idea, since it is a pretty fresh year, um, that today would be the day that we bring in a thanks for understanding yes. Disney edition. Oh. Oh. I could do some Disney voices, Chris. Just in okay. case. I don't know if you knew that about me. Thank you. Good. Um, is it Donald Duck? Oh boy! That's that's <laughs> a good that's a good Donald. Everything's swell, Donald. Gorsh. Right. <laughs> oh, gorsh. All right, so all of these things, thanks for understanding, is where I put together a god-awful pun um, that integrates usually some sort of theological idea with some other thing. And so, here we go. I'm going to give you a hint, and then you two boys um, get to compete. Um, There are six questions, and so if we get through the six, there is a tiebreaker that is not Disney-related. Oh, Um, is it Hanna-Barbera? Just in case. Ah, dang it, you got me. (laughs) Warner Brothers. (laughs) That was it. Scooby-Doo. Okay. Here we go. The first one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's where God knit together birds and Polynesian idols before their birth, a la Psalm 139. Uh, Moana? Lilo and Stitch. Uh, Stitch. Oh, in your, your mother's womb. In your mother's Moana. Oh. In your Moana's womb? I guess that's what we're calling it now. What? <laughs> in my mother's Moana? Uh, no, that's not the answer. Whoa. <laughs> my mom is okay. no longer here. So the Polynesian ones. Moana. Uh, it's, it's an attraction. It's not a movie. Oh. Uh, I have not. Wayne, have I you been to Disney I, World recently? Like I can afford it. Come on. There's birds and Polynesian idols. Oh, oh the Tiki Room. Okay. In the tiki 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 room. Oh, in the tiki womb. In the tiki womb is correct. <laughs> Wait, you're so John, good at setting me up. You, you have to sing it though, John. <laughs> I don't know how the song goes. In the tiki 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 womb. Yeah, that's good. All right, here's the next one. Ready? <clears throat> By the way, this is like the extended Disney universe. Um, what does that mean? 
Star because Star they Wars. own Star Wars, Star Wars. and all. okay, so perfect. Here's where we're going. The Aramaic pejorative nickname that Han Solo calls his furry friend. Uh, oh, 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 oh! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Don't mind me as I'm typing Chewbacca derogatory no, name. What does he call him? What's the What's the yes. Aramaic hold on, pejorative? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rock, Raka, uh, Raka, yeah. Raka, Chewbacca. Chiraka. Chiraka. <laughs> Raka, that's right. It took me a while, bro. I haven't taught take... that in, in years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that would have taken me at least five years to get. Is that, so. uh, <laughs> if any of you says Raka, you fool. Is that in the Sermon on the Mount? Yep. Yeah, you burn in hell if you call someone a Raka. That's what Jesus says. Oh. John, you have permission uh, to call your next child Raka. Like, name it Raka. Oh, my goodness. No, it's okay. Well, so- what if we sing Rockabye Baby? Are we. Oh, excellent. Well. Rockabye. Wow. Everything's gonna be alright. Alright, um, here's the next one. Go ahead. Um, uh, Christopher Robbins, Hamartia filled bear. Okay, Winnie the Pooh. Hamartia. That's Sin. Sinny mm-hmm. the Pooh. There it is. Sinny yes. the Pooh is correct. That's good. So we got two for John, chilly, one for chilly, Wayne. Chilly, chilly, sinful bear. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. <clears throat> Andy's new space-themed toy from the homeland of Job. Uh, Wayne, why don't you set me up on this well, one, homeland of well, Job? He, he's not from Nineveh. He's going to Nineveh, right? No, that's, no, that's Jonah. Jonah. Oh, that's Job. Jonah. Oh, Job. Um the homeland of Job? Oh. I don't have it, bro. Job's homeland. Well, that's the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. That does not well, help. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we have, don't look that up yet. So we have, we have, um, what's his name? From, what's his name? The space guy? The, okay. Yeah. Say uh, it. I got it. John. I already looked it up. Ooze Lightyear. Ooze Lightyear. Ooze Lightyear. Ooze? Oh, Uz. From the land of Uz. The land of Uz. Uz Lightyear. There it is. What side of the Euphrates is that? (laughs) Good. Well, the other side, wherever you're from. Right. All right. Here we go. So that's... Who's that three for John? Wayne, you got to catch up. Of course. I'm killing it. Bro, I'm a a filmmaker in the Amazon. I'm good. (laughs) This is what Jesus says to headgear-wearing Disney fans at the end of his parables. (laughs) To those who have headgears, mouse ears. Those who have mouse ears. No, to those who have headgear, let them listen. To those who have headgear, to those who have mouse ears, let them hear. Yeah, that's close enough. Who he who has Mickey ears, let him hear. Ah. Oh, ain't that some shit? All right, (laughs) and here's one more from the extended uh, Disney property. Wayne, this is just for fun at this point because John slaughtered you. Um, I mean, slaughtered is hyperbolic, right? Okay, that's true. Yes. Just like the book of Joshua. Just right, like um, George Santos. The romantic thing that Solomon said about the love of Hulk covering him. What? <laughs> of Hulk covering him? Yeah, like the Hulk. Your, your, your breasts are like freaking mountain nope. ranges? <laughs> I mean, Hulk's buff, bro. He's got a... That's true. That dude can bench for days. Did your, did your eyes okay. go straight to his pecs? Is that where your eyes go? Bro, yeah. I'm I'm looking at my computer screen with like 
my sound like clipping out all the time because I laugh too hard. Um, <laughs> I look at Hulk's teeth first. Um, but what's Hulk's name? Oh, Bruce Banner. <laughs> Wait, what's the other? Wait, what's the rest of the question? Sorry, go back. The romantic thing that Solomon said about the love of the Hulk covering him. Bruce Banner. I I want to live in your Spruce Bruce Manor. <laughs> your Spruce Manor. <laughs> bars, Wayne. Bars. Truce. <laughs> All right, what maybe this? maybe this is just like a, a phrase that I heard a lot growing up. But um, the answer to this is <laughs> Bruce. The the answer is Bruce Banner over me is love. Oh, uh, do you remember the song, Chris? Do you know the song, his, John? His, his banner, banner over me is love. Over me is love. Oh, that's but in this cute. case, it's that's Bruce cute. Banner over me. There it is. Okay. Yeah, you you made it really awkward when you said they were like. On top of each other, though. <laughs> I mean, Solomon said it first, so. And if he yeah. said it, it must be true. That's right. Got it. Wow. Yeah. I feel well, very that was the, for... the last one. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for understanding, John. Oh, yeah. boy, that was awkward, Chris. <laughs> thanks for playing, Puck. <laughs> my, my wife. All right. Um, John, do you have any questions? <laughs> I have so many questions. Uh, okay. I have, I have, I have like questions surrounding regrets. Okay, that's good. Uh, okay, so here's um, one from a Reddit user. Final letter seventy four seventy two. Why were we? Created? Oh, that's a reference. That's a reference. Oh, what's the reference to? Say it. Say it again. Well, what's, what's, the person- what's the reference? Well, what's the person's name again? Oh, final letter seventy four seventy two. Yep. Oh, 74, 72. Yep. yep, there it is. Do you got it, Chris? Yep. Okay, Okay. we're dialed in, John. Go ahead. Okay, okay. why were we created? Mm. To create, to participate, in, to participate in the ongoing creative process. That sounds like a pyramid scheme to me, Wayne. Yeah, and I'm on top, full send me your money. <laughs> now you give me your, your land. Bag. Now give you your me your bag. land. If, if you if you sign up enough people to create, then um, you get the bonus, right? Oh, I've already I mean, been collecting on both of y'all. You don't even know it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Is it the berries or the vitamins? What are you what are we getting sold to create? Knives. It's Cutco. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Every seven episodes Cutco comes up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's part of our it's part of our contract with them. Uh, We're doing this like guerrilla marketing thing for them. They bro, don't I use the I use my Cutco tonight. I use my Cutco tonight. That stuff is still sharp, bro. It's <laughs> impressive. Because if we don't if we don't plug for them, then we don't get a cut co. Oh, oh my goodness, I, bro. yeah, that was John. You're sharp. I you're almost sharp. cut myself. You know what I mean? Oh my oh. gosh, I'm a I'm a mandated reporter, Wayne. Um, so I don't think you can say that on this podcast. Uh, I can't handle this. All right. Yeah, oh. that's that's eh, good. Eh, um, you, eh. Yeah, that eh. you've really you've really wet my appetite for <laughs> what better like a like a wedding stone. Uh, this is that too for much sure. n- uh, knife lore. I mean, do you, do you know what a tang is? Uh, it's that other uh, string from the 90s. Oh, okay. bro, remember tang? For real? Yeah. I think that okay, went to cool. NASA. Didn't, didn't go to space. 
In junior high, they said Tang was something else, but let's move forward. Uh, okay, so Chris, that's why, the Wu Tang. Uh, that's created? the Wu Tang. Crash rules everything around me, fool. Yeah. Okay. Um, why were we created? To create. Uh, I guess. I mean, what else are you gonna I, do? Well, I mean, okay. So <laughs> my like my textbook answer is that God, like the if if God is this beautiful, amazing wonderful being that exists in Trinity since forever, um, then, then the most loving and kind thing a God like that could do would be to bring other things into existence to also experience the goodness of existence and love and relationship. And so God makes us out of his own generosity to experience the good thing that God has had for eternity. And in response, we make Taco Bell. Exactly. Oh, you know what, though? Dude, their hot sauce is legit, bro. I don't even care. Uh, I don't, I don't like pointing. I don't like pointing to other podcasts, but um, on Revisionist History, they did an episode about appropriation, which I feel like I always had trouble understanding cultural appropriation. But they used um, Elvis Presley as an example of bad cultural appropriation, and they used Taco Bell as the example of like authentic innovation. Because Taco Bell is not Mexican food, and they're not profiting off of Mexican food. They were inspired by Mexican food and then did their own thing. Like, who makes a taco shell out of? pounded chicken yeah, they, breast you they, know what i mean they created their own niche bro like doritos they, taco loco are you kidding me yeah it's definitely not mexican anymore but whatever it is is both terrifying and beautiful like if it didn't I, if it didn't give you the number threes afterwards i'd love it a lot more <laughs> i don't yes. know if i agree that it's a beautiful um adaptation of heresy ooh. heresy nope. heresy heresy well it's just a, it's a totally different thing like don't get me wrong i bro. love a good like, I could eat carne asada tacos with cilantro and onions and a little bit of green sauce every day. Every day. All day Breakfast, for the rest of my yeah, life. 100%. Okay, but there, miss- there, is something, there is something special about a Mexican pizza. John. <laughs> you know what I mean? John, I'm, I'm going to be selfish and not even let you speak yet. Before you speak, I want you to consider this. Taco Bell is the drive through equivalent of a Mexican Midwest casserole. Oh, that's true, bro. The double it's decker, all the same right? The double decker, like, come on, bro. The the crunchy gordita wrap, whatever that sucker is, it's just they, a portable casserole, friend. They've har- yeah, they've harnessed the power of Midwestern slightly spicy casserole um, <laughs> and put it in a friendly, easy to use, portable, put it in your mouth type of container. Thank okay. you. Come again. Okay, now now we're really <laughs> deviating. You guys are. Just heresies upon heresies. <laughs> first of Come all, Come on, casserole. First of all, casseroles are not meant to be spicy. That's why we load them up with mayonnaise. So uh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call bullcrap because I'm, I I guarantee there's one month out of the year that you're like, let's do the the chimichanga casserole, the taco casserole, oh. the, or the the chili the relleno. Chi- Thank no, no. you. That's the chili no. relleno casserole. The chili, relle- the chili relleno. Come on, y'all. <laughs> and you guys got to get that are- relle. <laughs> You're, you're not wrong, but we still don't use any spice when we make those things. Uh, cumin, cumin is a spice, friend. You know what I mean by spice. You know what I mean. Yeah, but and when you do your like cream of mushroom chicken casserole, you know you're putting black pepper in there. Mm. And John, just remind you, I, I can't think of a single thing really that's like super spicy offhand from Taco Bell menu uh, without me putting on some El Scorcho. You know what I mean? Mm. I know that's Del Taco, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, let me let me just conclude this. Um, I would argue that Taco Bell is the Mormonism of Mexican <laughs> food. 
I want that to be a Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live skit so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to conclude. Yeah. Anyways, well, thank you for answering my question. Yeah, Chris, so, on your next Utah so good. trip. Good. Yes. Be like, have you ever had Taco Bell? Yeah. That's good. I love oh. it. Well, Maybe maybe before we wrap up here, um, I thought it would be good um, to measure our own prophecies um, against some other prophets. Um, this is the first money that I've spent on our podcast. I mean, other than like equipment to um, like record the podcast, the first money that I've spent for content um, was. Um, I thought you bought. Right an, around... I thought you bought an artifact, Chris. No, I the the holy sponge. I didn't think it was real, and I'm not, I wasn't sure what I would do with it. Got it. Um, so. Um, I went on a gig economy website and I hired a couple of prophets to give me a prophetic word for the year just to see if like what we had to say was similar to what they had to say. And that way we can tell who's a, a true or false prophet. Was the price based on whether or not they were neophytes? Um, I don't know what that word means, but Neo is from the Matrix and fights is what he does. Um, and so I'm going to go with No. Perfect. Thank you. Neophytes, Mr. Anderson. You're actually okay. not far off. A neophyte yeah. is somebody who has like a really good skill. No, they're oh. new. No, a neophyte's new to the skill. Or new a to neophyte skill. is. I'm sorry. New to skill or new to yeah, a belief. A, a neophyte yeah. is a is like is like a is a an apprentice. Yeah. God. Sorry. Yeah. Um, John, just for the record, what you said sounded like nudist skill. Um, yeah. So, John, you don't oh. teach phonics, do you? John, were you a whole language learner or a phonetic learner? Um, I th- I was probably whole language. This English teacher, know. am I right, listener? I read okay. okay. I read a bunch of books. <laughs> and then you got a degree. All right, so I got two profits to give me um, some words. <laughs> um, w- they were five dollars a piece, so take it for what it's worth. Um, we. The first prophet, um, he he said, like he sent me essentially what looked like a really long prayer, um, and should I should I just read it in full, um, you, or get the nuggets? Do you, do you feel okay. like you want to like uh, like dissect it some, Chris? Or how? I mean, uh, why don't you deliver you know it to us the way that you you received it? Does that make sense, guys? You know what? I'm going to pull back some of the ministry curtain here a little bit and let you guys all know. There's some like boilerplate prayer stuff. You know what I mean? Um, uh, no, I so don't. Some, not at all. I think most prayers so it's are like, really authentic. Can you explain that to me? That's a good point. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of privilege of another year. Show me mercy today, daily in this year. Um, there are some interesting things like uh, open my heavens by fire. Um, I like that one. Talk about uh, it. Okay. Fa- then there's family and ministry, and there's some prayer points. Um, uh, sing some worship songs, 2023, et cetera, Chris, et cetera. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm hung up on that phrase mm-hmm. you used. What what do you imagine when you say open <laughs> open my heavens by fire? Like what what are you seeing, friend? <laughs> well, I I grew up in the eighties and nineties, and so my first thought is nukes. Um, yeah, like you were like on Russia. the back end of that uh, of that yeah that Cold War stuff, huh? <laughs> Can I tell you what it, what it is for me? Yes, and, and I'm gonna confess something. I was driving a bunch of kids home from a speech and debate tournament this weekend, um, and we stopped for Taco Bell. And <laughs> the ring of fire, I get it. And he had an apocalyptic epiphany. Mm-hmm. Need I say more? Continue. Mm-hmm. Was it a chalupa? Just was it chalupa? No, I get the same thing every time. Chicken quesadilla meal. Really? Yeah. 
So disappointing. John, I I've never John, I've never ordered that off the Taco Bell menu, bro. Don't. It's terrible. What? I haven't you ordered get it in every like time, John. I don't now I'm so confused. <laughs> by by every bro. time I mean ten years ago, every time. <laughs> Have we already talked about Taco Bell prescriptions? What? Because <laughs> no. you know how, like, guys, you I go feel to like this do- is a whole new aspect of our relationship. <laughs> yeah, you know how, like, you go to a doctor when you're constipated, and they're like, "Oh, take this thing that will make you have to poo." Do they I'm just saying, talk about eat a chalupa. I'm. Just, you know oh what I'm gosh. saying, though. Like, what? I I feel like that would solve it. It's like, hey, order Chris. a nachos bel grande, get extra sour cream, you'll be good. Chris, what what gives you? I don't even know. I don't even know who's like like been waiting to say something. Sorry, but Chris, what what gives you meat sweats more? A a a beefy like chili cheese burrito or um, chicken McMuffin with egg or whatever it is you get. See, sausage, that's no, th- sausage McMuffin with egg. <laughs> that's the thing about McDonald's is that you put enough of it in your body and then eventually. Like hours later, your body recognizes it as poison. Like you're just gonna get, like, you're gonna get the threes no matter what. Yeah, the, but but it's later. Like so, it has more time to sit in yeah. there. Whereas I feel like Taco Bell is like Boom. it's in, and then your stomach is like, we need to send this through yep. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, there's so a lot of boiler. Wait, wait, no, stuff. no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. John's still at Taco Bell with his with his students. Oh, sorry. Heavens no, no, no. No, Chris, open heavens by fire, John. Open heavens by no, fire. No, no, no. Chris got it. The ring of fire. We're good. Okay, <laughs> okay good. Okay. Cool. And then there's lots of like... Um, so th- there there are three places where he uses the word insult, which is fascinating to me. He oh. says, oh, Lord, I, c- I come out of this land of insult and step into my land of results. Now by fire in Jesus' name. And he says, I dismantle every structure of insults erected to shame and disgrace my destiny. Catch fire now. I like that one. And then there's another one towards the end where he says, oh, Lord, move my life, family, and ministry from the insult phase this quarter of this year in Jesus' name. Uh, and so, Chris, hey, I, I'm sorry. Chris, I'm feeling convicted. Okay. I, I, I've really been, I've been talking a lot of trash about you with John behind your back. Ugh. And do you know why, Chris? Do you know why? Because you, you're going to tell him, by, John. You're, oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh, as as is clear by by what you just did, spending money on this, you are such a bing <laughs> son of a, <laughs> and I cannot believe you that redneck. you would bring that oh, <laughs> into this podcast. So you know what, you and that's all I'm going to say. Wow, I didn't, Chris. The way that I recollect my conversations with John, they weren't as harsh. <laughs> Mm. I'm going to say everywhere you said beep, I'm just going to replace it with hug. Hug and love. Um, hug, yeah. hug and squeeze. Uh-huh. And um, so thank you, John, for those kind words. I really John, appreciate John, there, there was a lot more emotion in that than, than I recall from our conversation, friend. Yeah, I mean, your your tone was a little weird, um, but I appreciate all those uplifting words that you said. Is it, has, it been a hard, has it been a hard week, dude? Oh, you're oh. right, it has. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you just add? Actually, sorry, just to change it real quick. Did you did you get hit crazy with this weather? Because we got we we got hit pretty hard, bro. I I have I have video. I'll send you boys later of waves coming up over the pier out here in uh, Ventura, and also we had uh, four hundred million gallons of sewage spilt in our river as a result too. And that's sad. And you're- are we still talking about this apocalyptic vision of insults being lobbied at Chris mm-hmm. spilling over so. 
Huh? That's right. I was just wondering mm-hmm. how the weather was for you. Oh, it's been fine. It's intemperate. A little bit of rain. You know, that's all. Nice. Seasonably warm. Thanks for yeah, asking. Cal- California's floods is Ohio's a little bit of rain. <laughs> I don't know. Chris, have you guys been okay out there, bro? I mean, like. I mean, it's been pretty crazy, but it's fine. Yeah. Do you still have a roof? Um, actually, no. There. I mean, yes, I still have a roof, but um, it was poorly constructed when we did an addition onto our house. And so I have a roofer coming out tomorrow to tear my roof apart and redo it. Mm, that's fun. <laughs> it's only five years old. So oh. we had our roof replaced, and one of the roofers fell through our roof. So look out for that. <laughs> oh, good. Nice. Do you have insurance for that, John? Uh, they better have insurance for that. because <laughs> Is there roofers insurance for homeowners? <laughs> yeah. I think I think you can file a claim, but then your homeowner's insurance goes up. So it's kind of yeah. one of those like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And they just to remind the listener, this is why Jesus died. Exactly. <laughs> So oh, I'm the so jerk that started talking about weather. Sorry. We're going to move out of the insult phase this year in our ministry um, and into the results phase. Yeah. Um, and then the other prophet who gave me a word, um, he gave three specific things. He did some boilerplate stuff concerning life and finance, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but then he Any said insults? He, gave, he gave three particular points. He said, one, don't fight with anybody because this can block the promise over your life in this 2023. Also, Chris, because you're a little bunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, Don't fight I, with anyone because I, I am a little. I was thinking. I'm a little. He's a peacemaker. I'm a, I'm a little does. hug. Yeah, yeah. A little hug. That's what John said. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> a little lovey lovey. So, and then fasting and prayer is important. And then uh-huh. be a merciful giver. Also, just to note, um, one wait, of the wait, prophets wait, wait, afterwards. Wait, 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 wait. If if I recall reading these, Chris, I think I think one of them told you to fast like five or six times in there. Yeah, it does too, say, didn't they? say to do that. I have been doing intermittent fasting, so I hope that counts. Um, but then uh, he then also said, hello, it will be good for you to provide me with your PayPal number because what it's showing me about you is higher than you and is very important. So let's take action quick. Before anything, I would like you to provide me $100 because there's big blessing that God will bring your ways this uh, month. Perfect. Uh, perfect. So all, all that to say. Um, Did he prof- I know that both prophetically of, act now you? Um, kind of, yeah. And both <laughs> of these prophets were from Nigeria. Um, when I like looked at the, and I, I know that there's like a whole thing about scams from there, but I'm going to go and say, just like he was desperate for money. I didn't send him the hundred dollars cause I, I want to see if, um, this insult and not fighting thing ends up playing out. Okay. Um, and that, um, I think that goes with our three words that we have glass particle coral, right? Mm. Yes. Um, insults threatening to disrupt the coral reefs of our lives, mm-hmm. the beautiful constructed selves that we have. Um, yep. Glass being the the outside, not pollutant. I guess pollutant that threatens, especially in particle form. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty spot on. That's mm-hmm. right. And when you when you fight with people, the glass gets broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and when things break, that goes into particulars. Yes, that's right. And you lose and your voice, so you can't be coral as coral as we used to be yeah. just like the pentatonics just the pentatonics. so so i'm really glad that we were able to confirm the word that we received from the lord last week um and you know what may this 2023 be filled with glass particle coral insults no fighting send that a hundred dollars in chris i think he's on to something i think so hmm. thank well, you 
Thank you, prophets. <laughs> thank you, prophets, and thank you, listeners, for listening to Spiritual Undirection. Um, it means a lot that you um, would want to listen to us and hear our tomfoolery and skullduggery and occasional moments of of insight um, and uh, and honest, authentic um, wrestling with some stuff. You mean um, genius? <laughs> that, yeah. Whenever, right. whenever it will happen. When it will happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Thank you for yes, listening I, to it. In the future, in like a hundred episodes, something from big now. is coming. Something big is coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Just send in your hundred dollars, and you will receive the big thing. But if you don't have a hundred bucks, you could just go to your podcasting app and subscribe and write a review for us um, because that helps other people find us. Thank you for those of you who have written a review, um, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I haven't look, looked at the other podcasting apps. I know that there's some people on Overcast and other things, but um, either way. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really do appreciate you. We do. Yep. And especially you, Robert, for sending in your question. Yes, that, that was a good one. Thank you. Well, I'm Christopher Seals, and today I learned that John's body hair and head hair are both Hasselhoffian. Oof. Well, ooh. Um, I learned today that people think that Taco Bell is somehow a casserole. And somehow a good thing. So there's that. And by by people you mean your your podcast friends. Yeah. Um, I'm and I'm yeah, John Bennett. I'm uh, I'm Wayne David Randolph, and I learned that you, John Bennett, do all things Catholicly. Mm. <laughs> this has been spiritual on direction. Reminding me. Rem- Whoa. Reminding yeah. reminding me apparently reminding me and you and all of you that all your problems are probably from unconfessed sin. Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Afterlife Beats. Go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. And thank you, Gregorian Monks. Oh, did and you take whole language or phonics? Whole language or phonics, Chris. That's a good one. That's I see what you did that's there. It's good hooked, callback. Hooked on phonics worked for you, John. <laughs>